Blog Talk Radio.
excited for this show today, and this song gets me juiced about it. For anyone who doesn't know who they're listening to, which I really don't know how you couldn't, you are listening to me. I'm Bonnie Albers, and it is the Bonnie Albers On Air Show. And today, I have a special guest. I am just crazy waiting to speak with him, and I can't wait to bring him directly to you. We call him the guru of astrology. He rocks every astrology known to man and aliens, too. He is a great friend of mine. He is a master in astrology. He does and rocks many other gifts. But he's been doing astrology since he's probably, yeah, maybe five lifetimes back or so. Maybe all his lifetime. But we're bringing him here today just to talk astrology with us. And I love everything he has to offer. He has been doing this on this lifetime since he's been a teenager. And I will tell you that, I'm not going to tell you his age, but I will tell you that he's been doing it a very long time. So please welcome to the house, guru astrologist, Bob Appleby. Hi, Bob. Hey. Hey, Bonnie. Uh, I'm you? glad you didn't say my age. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well, I almost did because, you know, I am younger than you. So that makes me real happy <laughs> Yeah, that's right. when that's I can right. tell your age. But you know what, Bob? <laughs> you have been doing astrology like for eons. So I don't know you not doing astrology. And I'm so excited that you're here to bring it to my audience. But first, oh, let you. me... Let me let me ask you about yourself. So when did you, you know, I'd like you to tell the audience a little bit about when you started getting interested in astrology. Oh, uh, you know, you said teenage years. It's probably in my teenage years for sure, late teenage years when I was in college. So I had a, um, I don't know, a deep interest in astrology for a long, long time. It's 30, 40 years at least. Uh, and I really, but I really started getting it really in, in depth in it about, so I would say 10 years ago. Well, I know that you, you do all different kinds of astrology and that's what always shocked me. Cause you know, when I first started and you know, it was all about cancer and Aquarius, which we have a fellow Aquarius again on the show as a master teacher, but you mm-hmm. uh, and and I love playing that song for Aquariuses, by the way. But what I want to know is, how did you find out about all the different astrologies? And I know if you could rattle off a few and tell us what yeah. might be the difference about them, maybe it would help us all out. Well, okay. The, um, when I got started in astrology, really, it was kind of at a low point in astrology in the United States. It was in the 70s, early 70s. And um, it was kind of a revival just just after that time. It was uh, really a mod, so-called modern astrology, and that really is a, a term that was coined basically around the turn of the century. Uh, and it was really more of a humanistic uh, focus at that point. Um, and, and quite frankly, the astrology had lost a lot of its knowledge from Back in the 1600s in the Renaissance, when uh, it really started to, to blossom in Europe, especially in Italy and in, in England. Uh, wow. So, 
yeah, it, what I what happened to me is that I got started in the modern uh, era because that was all that was available. But the more I got interested in it, the more it became evident, and it kind of coincided with what was happening in astrology at the time too. That a lot of further texts further back into ancient uh, times, even into Hellenistic astrology, which I just uh, got certified in uh, earlier this year, which wow. is really in the BC area, the two or three hundred years BC, into the Roman era, era and the Egyptian era. Era, I'm sorry, and then it was uh, actually gone into India, which is the Vedic astrology, and uh-huh. they have a whole system of, of astrology different than the Western astrology, but it's based on the same Hellenistic ideas. And then also oh, into Arab uh, astrology, and a lot of that was translated in the Renaissance, and that's how we got a lot of what we now know. So there was a there was a wow. movement to translate a lot of Greek and Arabic and Latin uh, astrology, uh, led by some very eminent astrologers: Robert Hand, Robert Zoller, Robert Schmidt. Those those people at a conference one time got together after the conference and said, "We have to." They were also scholars, but and they're uh, expert um, at uh, Latin and Arabic and Greek, and they started translating this. And just in the last maybe 10, 15 years, it's really exploded, and we found techniques that were buried and didn't – I mean, they were in libraries all over the world that hadn't been translated into English. So that's what's really well, exciting you know- right now. And I, 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 that is, I, I know I'm interrupting you, but I got to I got to say this because it's like so co- it's correlating. So they're all named Robert, and your name is Bob, but your name is Robert, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, what is it about Robert? You think maybe all the astrologists, the great gurus, are coming down here oh. and find each other with the same name? It's like crazy. That's very strange. Yeah. No. Yeah, what? Yeah. What, which one, and I know that we'll go into this in depth, at a, you know, in different shows, but which one do you feel, you know, we all rock with all different, you know, like I rock with black versus, you know, purple. I mean, I like purple, but right. I wear a lot more black. So what do you, translating that from, uh, from girl to astrologist, what do you find <laughs> the most interesting and the most relating to how you look at astrology which one is it vedic is it hellenistic is it there's actually really good parts of each one of them and vedic is extremely interesting but it's very complicated and there's a lot of similarities it's kind of diverse diverse over you know um, millennia or so but um, i'm really excited about finding the techniques that have been used for centuries that actually work really well and what's what's interesting to me is this hellenistic astrology we are reading texts of of astrologers back you know in 400 bc who were showing us techniques that when we when we actually use them are extremely accurate um wow i uh i used a technique and predicted uh, a birth of a friend of ours uh, little daughter and this was several months ago and the due date was second week of October and what I got was the 16th of September and now no, there's no way that's going to happen no way <laughs> she uh, she actually had the baby 
the night of the 16th of September after four days of labor. Uh, Is that so how accurate? That's Yeah, that how that's accurate? how accurate it can be. Wow. Yeah. Well, this that is predictive. what I want to – go ahead. No, it's the predictive part of that ancient um, – those ancient techniques, which is so interesting right now. And, you know, during – at one time, the uh, the modern uh, astrology and the humanistic astrology uh, people, uh, we, don't, we don't do predictions. We just, we just make people feel good, so to speak, you know, and there's no good or bad and so on. And, and that's not how it was really originally taught and used. You know, you, yeah. have to, you have to have the bad with the good sometimes. Well, I'll tell you, it is amazing what you, uh, I've even asked you to do something for my daughter, and I know that's coming up, but it is amazing. Can you tell people why, in a, in, because we want to get into our subject, but uh, sure. why, you, why and how you, like, what does astrology tell us? I always felt, and this is just me, that it was more of a scientific approach to a life map. So how would you, why would you tell somebody if somebody said, you know, Bonnie, why would I go and get my chart done? Why would I want to Mm -hmm. see my astrology? What would you tell them that astrological birth chart and beyond is, is useful for? What does it tell you? Well, it tells you everything. If you want to know, um, the, you know, the, the, the controversy in, all the way back in the ancient times was really, do the stars cause things to happen, or are they just uh, a message that when you see them, you actually know what's happening? And I think, I think to me, it is a, a connection with the, the spirit world, and it's spirit from stars, it's spirit from planets, and it, it all connects to different things on the earth, the, the, the gemstones, the, the plants, the humans, everything is connected. And to know that, in my mind, is, is uh, extremely interesting because you can actually understand much better how and why things happen. Um, I love it, that It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, but I think it's really, to me, it's important. You know, I do want to say something, and before we we're going to go into uh, north, you know, our, your north node and south nodes, and I'm so excited because yeah. that's your dharma and karma. But before I do that, I just want to tell you, 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 you hit it on the nail because when somebody knows or or they look at their life and they and they come to you and they say, "Can you see in my chart if uh, this is going to happen, or is this?" you know, something that is written in my plan, or can you look at this? Uh, You can really give people, well, yeah, I can see just like that baby. I can see where the energies are here and now you've got to use them, but this is going to happen. It's in your chart. And why worry about it? Why not live for today as, uh, because it's going to be there. And that gives so many people a lot of uh, comfort and, and that's what I love about the astrology that you do. Now, getting into yeah. our subject, well, before we get into Dharma and Karma, what's going on in the skies in October? Uh, you know, October is a unique month, and uh, it's unique because it's all about one planet, and that planet is Venus. Yay! And Venus basically is, is what 
rocks October. Now, Venus means is 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 relationships. It's it pulls people and things together. It's a unifying type of planet. Creates joy and beauty. But the thing about <laughs> no, but uh, October, <laughs> it's the it's the uh, month of Halloween, right? So yeah. unfortunately, this month we get we get a, a dark side of Venus because Venus. At, on the 5th, uh, last Friday, went retrograde. Now, retrograde means, I'll read you what retrograde Venus in the natal horoscope means, it, uh, emo- emotional frustration and loneliness, emotional, social, and romantic affairs uh, uh, for individuals are subjective and their feelings about them are not obvious to others. It often makes people un- feel unloved and leads to romantic frustrations. They have deep feelings ah. for love and strong affections, but that's uh, not readily apparent. That's that's not a good thing, but it happens. Now, what's very odd about Venus is exactly eight years ago, in every eight years, it is in the same retrograde position in the same month, and this is uh, a month that it goes into Scorpio. The other part of that kind of bad news is that Scorpio is not a sign that Venus likes to be in. It's well, ruled by Mars. It isn't. It isn't. Um, the good news is by Halloween, on Halloween exactly, believe it or not, it goes into to Libra, which is the, the uh, sign that it loves, it it's a completely different Venus by the 31st, but we have to go through these three, four weeks to go to get there. So wow. um, it's happening. And you, if you think about it, you have to look back to 2010. What was happening to you in October of 2010? It actually went into uh, retrograde in Scorpio in, uh, October seventh, uh, eighth, last year, uh, ten, uh, eight years ago in 2010. So people need to think back what was going on in your life October 2010, and you can get a good idea of how this is affecting you this this time. Well, do you? But think, more importantly, do you, do you, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll ask it for no, you. Go ahead. You have to. Well, what I was going to ask, and it's really, I'm hoping a lot of people want to know, if it's repeating itself after eight years, and you say every eight years it repeats itself, does it bring mm-hmm. back, uh, does it bring back situations, people, and emotions that you haven't, that, that, that maybe you're getting, maybe not the same people, but a different way to end things or begin yes. things emotionally? Yes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Now, the people probably will change, maybe in some in some cases not. But yes, it does. It, it, there's a very close similarity to what was happening then to what is happening this month now. Now, now once I, I I'll start going through some of these things, that, that you'll get some idea of some of the contentiousness that's happening around the world right now. But, you know, when when Venus is in uh, Scorpio, Scorpio mm-hmm. is ruled by Mars, and that Mars wants to separate things, it wants to divide things. 
And yeah. so Venus is caught in the situation where she, what she would like to do versus what she has to do, which is not normal for her. She's almost like wow. she's um, in exile, kind of like it's, it negates that comfort, home, friends, families. She's almost like she's banished from the city. Uh, oh. The uh, Scorpio is a martial sign. It's, it's piercing because of the Mars. And so it's, it's almost like the image of a spear. And when you get uh, Scorpio, that means really deep. It's very intense. So it's almost like drilling down into the heart. Uh, with a spear into the Venusian surface. Uh, wow. So you get, you get fears and you get old uh, mistrust. You, uh, you try to find the truth being that it is Venus, but what you find sometimes you don't want to, you, you really don't like during this mm-hmm. period of time. It's sort of like being a, a stranger in a strange land for her. She wants to go deeper but um, it's a difficult job to review, reveal beauty and, and joy when she's in that kind of a, a sign. So, wow. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to be even extra, extroverted. She gets real introverted and it's kind of spiraling inward. Like, um, and that means that she's almost antisocial. She's, the other thing is that Scorpio becomes like a very, a single focus. So she's very intense and, and, and she can feel that pleasure and that pain kind of like in a joint conflict. Relationships are based upon stinging each other, kind of uh, arguing, disparaging, causing pain, hurt, harm. Uh, and, and the other thing about this, when, when Venus goes into Scorpio, Bonnie, the, uh, it's always very uh, strange because we have a, a lot of famous kidnappings during that period of time. And the reason is because Scorpio has two claws, the scorpion, and that's for control. So it's mm-hmm. all about the desire for and issues of control. And somebody that gets controlled or allows someone to, to control her is also having issues with control. So, you have a stinger, which is that argumentative, hurtful things that she can say, and also that control issue, which causes fear and paranoia. It's it's not a pleasant thing. Well, when but, does it um, go that's back what's direct? Going on. So, when do, okay, what, it when do we get a break from it? Well, actually, you get a break on Halloween because moving into um, Libra is like the Disney fairy princess she she oh, comes yeah. out of this dark woods and she gets into this uh very nice situation and you know, at the full moon which is very strange here is that you get the full moon which is uh the polarizing unexpected it's also uh opposite um uh uranus which is a very unusual situation where um you get unexpected events coming about that you, you didn't plan for. It was something out of the Hopefully blue. That's what good. happens on twenty fourth. Yeah, it could be. It, and then right after that, the day after is a turning point because the sun conjuncts Venus, and that's the turning point in the in the retrograde motion. And that's when things become clear. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. That's the clarity that you're gonna you're gonna end up having right before it changes signs. So. I it's, love that. 
it's really uh, I, an interesting month. Oh, my goodness. And now I know I'm shortening up all of this because I know we have a lot of people that want to hear and speak with you. But first, we got to get to actually what you're going to do today because I find this okay. fascinating. We are going to talk a little bit about the North Node and the South Node. And if you will explain what the difference is, Dharma and karma, and why it's important that we look. And I find it fascinating with, with me. So that's why yeah. we're going to bring everyone needs to, after Bob actually speaks and we go to the phones, in order for him to pull up your north and south node, Bob, you're going to need their exact birth date, time, and I mean exact time, and where you mm-hmm. were born, correct? Correct, the location of your, okay. of your birth. That's right. Okay. So, Bob, what is the north and south node? Well, the north and south node are are um, first of all, they're they're uh, not something that people know much about. You hear it, but you you can't find very much literature on what they actually are or how they what they what they are a symbol of. But first of all, the moon is always symbolized as the soul's journey in and out of incarnation. We've talked about that before. Um, that means that she carries a lot of uh, memories and preferences and experiences of the soul that she's absorbed. This is a collection that many people call your personality. So wow. she's always absorbing these new experiences and ever changing. And she symbolizes your experience in that vo- voyage. Well, the habits that imprint us from life to life, how we can see the moon's orbits around the earth plane is in the reincarnation theory so it involves uh in and out of the incarnation of the earth sphere um when the moon crosses the ecliptic of of the elliptic i'm sorry of the of the earth from south to north that's a it's it's a an imaginary point that's called the north node nodes mean knots and so there are two points where the souls are tied and knotted to the wheel of life, if you will, on the wow, incarnation. So when it goes from south to north, that's the north node. And from the north, when she's on the north and goes to the south. Now, when she goes to the south, part of the earth being in the north, northern hemisphere, that's when she, we lose the visibility of her. But that's called the south node. Now, they also call it the head of the dragon or the tail mm-hmm. of the dragon. The head is the, the kaput draconis, the dragon's head. In the Hindu, Hindu system, she's known as Rahu. And in the south node, is called Kauda draconis, or Kauda, the dragon's tail. In India, she's known as, he's known as Ketu. So that's, that's, why that's I who they are. That. You know, that they have yeah. that, Bob, in, in um, what do they call where you throw those, Runes. They have K2 and Rahu because yeah. I, I always hear. So, okay, well, at least I got that straight. Okay. So, which is the south <laughs> node is K2 and the north node is Rahu? That's correct. Yes. Yes. And what does, and so can yeah. you explain? I know you were headed that way, but of course I have to speak because I, right. I'm ADD. Uh, can you tell us what the Dharma, explain Dharma and Karma? I think one of the Dharma, I can yeah. all, Go ahead. Dharma is is uh, Rehu, and that's the North Node, and that's that's said to be 
the energies are forcibly entering the North Node from the cosmos. So it's it's prestige, it's work with life, it's tide coming in your direction. These activities are should be developing in your present lifetime. Those are the things that you're trying to achieve on this earth plane, this this lifetime. That's dharma. Mm-hmm. The the karma is the K2, the the dragon's tail, and those are things that you come into this life already knowing or experiencing from another lifetime. And um, those things you normally gravitate to where it is in your, in your chart, but they also are usually those things that are your undoing. It, they uh, have to do with uh, exiting or weakening. Um, it has to do with uh, um, causing you to, uh, have problems. It's it, those, those uh, planets that are conjunct or near them are, are usually problem for you in your lifetime. So the, self-doubt, so what is, self-negativity, weakness, body, timidity, right? So it's, so it's all, it's, it's the opposite. So we come in with the karma, and we do all have, and karma isn't good or bad. It's just karma, correct? Right. It's I mean, just karma. There's w- lots of different types of karma, but yes, that's it's not good or bad. And we are used to that, and so we, it, it, so here in this lifetime is what I'm hearing. You, we strive for the north node because that's what we are here to do. But yeah. we bring in the tools of the south node that not always should we want to do. We're trying to achieve something right. different in this lifetime. Okay, I get it. Correct. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I think that is so cool. And I can't wait for everyone to hear how you do it. I was going to be your first victim, <laughs> if that's okay. what you call it. Well, but you know what? I'm not going to do that because we have so many callers on, and I know that you'll do that for me. I think you've done it probably oh, yeah, already for me. So I just wanted people to see how you do it. Now, Bob, I'm going to pick up the next caller. And what I would like to ask you is if you want a few minutes to pull, you know, to get it together, I will, you know, I'm going to talk to them anyway. Just let me know when you're ready. Okay. So that that way I'll take the pressure off you thinking there's silence. So three, four, six, you are on with my astrology guru, Bob Appleby. Hi. Hello, Bonnie. Hello, Bob. How are you today? Oh, my goodness. I am so happy to hear from you, Candy. Bob, this is Candy. And I told her she could call in. For all of you that say, Candy, why is she calling first? It's because I told her to. So um, the two next two callers. Candy, I don't think I've ever met you. Yeah. You haven't met Bob? I don't think so. I I know Regina. I've seen him about a year ago. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. know you know Regina. You were, over, okay. you were over at Bonnie's house and I Skyped in when you were there. Oh yes, okay. Uh, On the Skype that night. Yeah. Yes, I do know. Be- yeah, yes. yeah. Be- because yeah. I'm not gonna tell you, I know you probably pick up her energy anyway, but I she is w- one of the top energy readers of, you know, angelic form. So I am going. That's why I was so excited for her to call today. Can you give Bob your birth date, time, and where you were born? 
Okay, my birth name is Candice, C-A-N-D-I-C-E. And my birth date birth? is 6, 6 Okay. I was born at 6 a.m. Okay. In Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Okay. I have right, to tell you, Candice. What's your chart? Just Bob. Bob, let me know when you're done. Interrupt, please, because okay. they can always listen to me, but they don't have you always. Um, although I have to tell everybody while, while Bob is doing this, our astrology guru show is going to be once a month, and it's going to be the first week oh. of the month. And, yeah, Bob's going to tell us everything. Like next month, it's Mercury retrograde. So get your earplugs out because I'm going to scream. So here, first we have Venus retrograde, and then Mercury comes right behind it. So we are going oh, to we can, we, can, we can skip Mercury retrograde. I, I mean, us Gemini people <laughs> yeah. don't survive too well through Mercury retrograde. No, you don't. Are you ready, Bob? Is that why you were saying something? No, no I was just okay. I'm typing here. Well, Okay, so you know what? I wanted everybody to know that. So Bob will be here once a month. Every astrology convo we're going to have is going to be all about different astrology. It's going to be the coolest astrology show you've ever listened to. So please, when you see him on, you know, turn your dials and come on back. Um, Also, Candy, I I do want everybody to know tomorrow we have the mom and daughter duo team coming, the, you know, Annabelle Miller and Brenda Mm -hmm. Bram. So if I don't get a chance to say it at the end of the show, because we're going to be fascinated by North and South nodes, that you all come back at 1 o'clock. I know you want to also. Um, Brenda is a medical intuitive, and they both rock every gift in the world. Annabelle, oh, my God, I think she wrote the book on psychic (laughs) ability. So please join us. And uh, and Candy, do you have a, you know, while we're sitting here, because you are a message giver, uh, do you have any message for Bob? Do you have anything coming through for him? Well, what I was sitting here um, just listening to him, mm-hmm. um, Orin, the elephant, is around him. And also Quan Lin. So he might oh. want to listen to those masters. Uh, Orin, the elephant. Did you ever hear? Is Orin, it Orin the, the elephant. O R I N, Orn the Elephant in Quan Lin. She's an ascended master. Wow. <laughs> I love that. And I am so happy that you gave him a message. Also, you. you know, you, you know, your birthday. Oh, my goodness. I think we have four or five people with yeah. your birthday that I know. <laughs> yeah. So it's quite that is interesting. Close. Yeah, what well, Gemini? I see your your chart now. That's very interesting. Okay, go ahead, Bob. Okay. It's all about you. Oh my! Oh my! I mean, it, first it, it jumps out. You you have you have um, Cancer rising, and um, that means that, of course that you're you're uh, intuitive. You're very sensitive, uh, nurturing. Uh, and you have Mercury on your ascendant, which makes you extremely intelligent, and uh, communication is very important to you. Uh, it, it, your north and south nodes are – your north is in the fourth house, and your south node is in your tenth, of course. It's, they're always opposite each other. Um, 
And your north node is conjunct the part of fortune. So your and oh I forgot to tell you, your north node is in Libra and your south node is in Aries. Now uh, that means that poise and beauty and elegance are all part of your spiritual progress. And um, you always listen to both sides of things. Uh, you, pair, uh, you have fair judgment, very objective in your reasoning. That's that, that um, Mercury again. Uh, you, 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 you think and you think about the consequences of the actions before you actually speak or act. Um, partnerships and marriage are really a benefit to you. Uh, if other things in your chart show that, it's that's just one testimony of it. Um, but it's it's that it feels like that polarity between action and wisdom. You find yourself uh, having to have tact and diplomacy in in situations. Now your South Node is in Aries, like I said, so that's very impulsive and. It causes outbursts or temper at times, undisciplined action, if you will. Uh, and so yeah. you can be hasty, <laughs> and, and 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 you have to hold yourself back to that. So it's that push pull, you know. It's it's vers- them versus versus me, and independence is is very well developed in your in your life, I think. Uh, but then you have to compromise, and you have to be thoughtful about that. So um, okay. you have to be careful about romance and that it's risky at times for you. You have to be careful driving too fast, even in dangerous sports at times. But being physical and having an outlet is important to you because it causes you to choose something that, that's safe and, and it balances, that, that balancing again with the Libra. Uh, but you have to be careful. You know, you, you can't can't ride a bicycle without a helmet as an example or something like that. Okay. Uh, yeah, she always falls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can you can you can have you know <laughs> uh yeah, I think I think maybe your eyes are, are sensitive to light sometimes. Yes. Um uh but you know graciousness basically is the key for you to, to, to emulate. That. I love that. So the North Node, Bob, I, is what my, you're striving quest- to do. Go ahead, Bob. Okay, Go ahead. my question is, my question is, you, you picked up the Aries. Is that because my father was Aries? Yes, it's in your father's, uh, the father, well, <laughs> your father was, it has was some, Aries. It has something but, to do with but, that. I yeah, it has something I came to do with from that. my yeah. father. Yes, yeah. I came from my father. Yeah. But but that's interesting. The home was more of a balance that was more you had more of a um, compromise situation going on. Yes. Although you had yes. you it, it, that's that's your that's your home is very fortunate for you. You know, it's it's beautiful. It has some it, you you put a lot of thought into it and you care about it a lot. Yes, I love that. <clears throat> All right. Well, I think that so um, if I was some, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm looking if at I was w- any transits right now. 
Okay. Well, what I was going to say is, so if you were summing it up, she came here with the tools of like Aries impulsiveness and she's here to work mm-hmm. on uh, her, uh, her compromising the word? and being compromise to... and right. Okay. Yeah. So that gives... Now, one of the other things that I see is very interesting in your chart is that you have both the, now I told you Mercury is in your first house at five degrees uh, cancer, yeah. but across from it in your relationship house, you have um, Saturn, which uh, is at four degrees uh, Capricorn, which is the opposite. So um, that is square your, your nose, not a, not tight square, but four degrees to 10 degrees. Your nose are 10 degrees Aries and and um, Libra. So you have to, it's always, it's a balancing act. You have to make decisions between the two of them all the time, both in your, your thought and your communication, as well as kind of your restrictions. You feel restricted by that at times, it seems to me. Uh, that's so true because I think faster than I talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you have, that. You have some, uh, you know, your, your relationship is with somebody that is older it seems. Mm, no, my husband you. is younger. Is he? Not correct. Yes. Well, but Saturn is retrograde in Capricorn. Say pardon? But Sorry. he is wiser than he's wiser than his age. Yes, he well, seems Candy, to be. Um, but Candy, mm-hmm. how about your first one? I mean, I know I don't want to give any any, uh, but you were married at an early age, and yeah, he was, was older. First? Okay, there That's you the go. That's the first one I saw. That's <laughs> yeah. the first one okay. I saw. I, I, I couldn't let that go because, you know, I know Bob's <laughs> seen it in the chart. <laughs> but I am going to pick up. But yeah. I, I feel like you know what you are here for. It's a struggling act between, you know, between um, what you came in with, which is, you know, yeah. which is your Aries um, north node yeah. to Libra yeah. and being, you know, and note. having south that north, balance. Yeah. South note, yeah, mm-hmm. south, and and I think that's mm-hmm. a really and cool thing. Note, is there anything? Yeah. Is there anything you want? Is there any sum it up, Bob, that you would tell her is what she's what she should be doing to us to get to that uh, north note or to learn well, this it, lifetime? It's very fortunate for you. I think that you have a lot of fortune in that that focus on um, on the Libra part and uh, the beauty part and the elegance part, and you know. Okay. It's it's um, interesting because you have that duality all the time. Your Venus is is conjunct the Mars. Venus uh, seven degrees Leo and Mars eight degrees Leo in your second house, and that and also with Uranus there at thirteen degrees. So that's a pretty dynamic um, push pull type of kind of uh, uh, dynamic there. It's it's. It's a very interesting chart. I need. I, I would like to go in depth a little bit further with you um, at a future time because sure. there's some very interesting dynamics involved in it. Well, oh, I know she would love that. Yes, Bonnie knows how to get a hold of me. Okay. Yeah, I'll All give right. you her Fair information. Enough. But she would love mm-hmm. that because Candy is definitely remember always the duality, Candy about. Yeah, because I'm a here. Gemini. So yeah, I have I, yeah. I'm a Gemini. I have the two. I You're have a Gemini the two, um, son. Yeah, yeah. 
and, and so that's in I, your 12th house. So that's kind of like you're, it's hidden. It's not something that people mm-hmm. see all the time, but that's what you really are. Right. Because the I one twin's that. out. The one twin is before the other twin. And yet your your moon is in uh, Virgo, <laughs> which means that you're very um, picky and very um, oh, yeah. exact in details, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Self-critical yeah. as well. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, I am going to move on to the next person, but Candy, Thank you, you know, Bob. he said he would You're he would welcome. love to talk to you further, so we'll we'll get that going okay. for you. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you, Candy. You know we love Bye, you. Candy. You are part of this show. Bye. Okay. Uh, Bye. I just love her. She is so sweet, Bob, and it's so funny because she is that duality is really shows in a lot of ways that people don't see it. So seven. 719. I think it has to do with this world and the spirit world, too. So uh, Yeah, I think that she's very spiritual. Yes, very. And she and she struggles, I think, going from one to the other. You know, not she struggles with going there. Is that she'd like to probably always be in one versus the other and then the other versus the other. So I love yeah. that about Candy. 719, you are on with the absolute awesome astrology guru. Bob Appleby. Who are we speaking with? Hello. Thank you for taking my call. This is Kelly. Ah, hey, Kelly. I put Kelly, Kelly. I had to do this because you, Kelly gave you a reading the last uh Kelly, the last is this Kelly Wyoming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kelly, go Wyoming. Yep, exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kelly. So, Kelly. How you doing? <laughs> Good. Do you want Kelly to give you her information? No, I have it already, I think. Let me look it okay. up Okay. Well, yeah, I know. Um, well, when you're ready, you let us know. But, Kelly, okay. I am so happy to – is there any question you want to ask me why Bob is is pulling your your information up? Though, so, I'll tell you, Bob was really interested in all of your family. I won't say it on the air because – but uh, there's some right. really cool things that he um, that oh, he your saw in one of interesting yeah. charts. Yes. Yeah. Wow, I bet. <laughs> so I didn't know. It's like with all the numbers and the way they're placed, it's like I, I figured there had to be something going on there. <laughs> well, I only got yeah. to your son, not too much to your your daughter yet, but my gosh, you can tell <laughs> he's got a lot of spirituality and he's highly intelligent. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So, so and let it's, me uh, ask you. Just, just, just I'll, I'll give you this piece. Just as a side note, it's like I, I was, I was eight months pregnant with him when I became attuned as an archmaster. So he, when he was born, he was born a little archmaster, and it's like when he turned three, it's like he didn't tell us this until he was like way older. I mean, within the past, you know, like a couple, three years. And he said, yeah, it was like the weirdest thing. When I was like three, I just suddenly like woke up one day and I was like, what am I doing here? He said, you know, he says, I recognize you and Jazzy and everybody. And it's like, I recognize the house, but he says, I didn't know what I was doing here. <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I can that. Well, Kelly, did you tell him that you didn't know either, that you were on Miss Frizzle's uh, universe bus and all of a sudden you <laughs> ran out of gas and it fell to earth and then you had to actually provide a life for him and her because otherwise 
your gas isn't getting you back to the planet you all came from. <laughs> That's how I would explain it. Right. <laughs> For everybody that is listening, Kelly is a Atlantean life and birth card reader. She is here every Monday. And because Bob's new, and new, he's not new to astrology, but he's new to the show, these are people who really couldn't wait, being part of our show, to speak. So don't worry, we're going to get uh, to everybody, but I had to put my girls, my angels on, because they were so fascinated with Bob's astrology, and, uh, and, and for good reason. But hey, oh, yeah. Kelly, shout out to all of the psychic ability in your fam. So I am so glad you are part of the show. Bob, just let us know when you're ready. And I'm Kelly, ready. is there I'm anything? Ready. Okay, go. Go for it because we've got to get some Was other there anything people anything you in. want to talk about or ask about? North and South Boy, Node. I don't, even know where, I don't even know where to begin, you know. It's like, North and South I, Node. Now, this, this is strange, very, very quirky because it is the same uh, as what our uh, Candace, our first um, – uh, caller Call had in that he the <gasps> the north node is in Libra and the south node is in Aries, but they're they're in the tw- uh, sixth and twelfth house respectively. So it's a different house, but they're the same in signs. Now it's not surprising to me in some ways because of the uh, birds of a feather do walk together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> So tell her what she's here for, Bob, and what what she came, what tools she came already with, and what she's supposed okay. to be working on. I can't wait to hear this. Go ahead. Well, what you know, we talked about the poison diplomacy and the beauty and the elegance. Now, it's the same for you in that you have this uh, dichotomy of, of uh, outbursts at times, but it's in the twelfth house, which is not seen, and it's kind of. Um, to me, it's very spiritual-oriented. Uh, your South Node it, it shows that it, you you came in with karma that was from another lifetime uh, oh, yeah. as an as in action. You know, you were very active and very I don't know um, almost almost uh, warrior-like in, in your in your attitude toward things. But um, this this lifetime, you're you're really here for service. It's your sixth house is service, health. Um, you know, it has a lot to do with, um, you, st- you stimulate courage, uh, but you have to, you have to, um, uh, quell your fears. You have to take, you know, you take up useful work in other words, in the world, um, you have to serve others. You work for the good. Work is very good for you, in other words. Health, right. uh, the health occupation would be very beneficial if that was the work that you were inclined to, toward because it's the sixth house. But you like see yourself as – Okay. That, may, that's, uh, that sounds exactly right. Um, <laughs> wow. It, it, which it, I, there's a sweetness which I about came you. came in tune to in the 90s, Yeah. <laughs> There's a sweetness and a spirituality and a poetic sensibility about you, uh, but that causes you sometimes to be overly sensitive and you have some timidity and even lack of confidence, uh, but you're very self, selfless 
and you have huge generosity. Um, but this this twelfth house sometimes causes you to be isolated, and you feel isolated. I think if I know where you live, that's isolated. <laughs> yeah. a lot of 40, 40 miles out in the middle of nowhere, yes. <laughs> in a town of 250 to people counting dogs and cats. <laughs> I had to look up on Google Map, uh, go, Google Earth to find out where this, this place was and get this, the coordinates because it doesn't have it in your, any astrology program to find this place. Don't no, worry, it we're, 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 labeled, we're labeled either. as a ghost town. See, this, this is the irony. We are labeled as a ghost town. Anytime I go to try to order something off the Internet, um, we get this question back, you know, from any of our potential, you know, people we're buying stuff from. It's like, are you sure you want us to ship it here? It's like, yes. If you don't ship it here, it won't get to us. It's like, we can't yeah. find you anywhere. It's like, yeah, I know. It's okay. We're invisible. It's fine. <laughs> So, well, when you so have less would, than eighteen hundred people in that place, it's it's pretty obvious nobody knows where you are. What? Well, what's no, it, we only have two hundred and fifty. Our, our population oh on is is two hundred and fifty, well, and I said counting dogs and cats because some have died and moved away. The sign actually says two sixty eight, but that was like in twenty ten, so it's a lot smaller wow. now. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know what? It's so funny because we're officially a ghost town. <laughs> I, I, and and I know that because I went to mail her something and they said it didn't exist. So that I, I I absolutely yeah. know that. So what is she here, Bob? Because we have got to get to other people. What is she here? Okay. What are the tools that she's here with that she falls back on because it's easy? And what is she here to really work on this lifetime? Well, what she falls Besides back everything. on is. <laughs> she she well she falls back on that impulse. She's she's very impulsive, uh, and sometimes that's oh, yeah. not necessarily good. In relationships, it's 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 not very good for her, and probably hasn't been in the past. Uh, but she is. I'll she's confirm here that. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can confirm that. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I don't know that, but it just looks like that to me. Um, and and there's an idealistic attitude toward relationships that is a little bit unrealistic in fantasy uh, because you have Neptune in your seventh house. But um, Wow. You, of what, what, what's in my seventh house? Neptune. Neptune. Neptune is, which is oh, the Neptune, planet which is, of oh, illusion. Okay. Yeah. Illusions. Yes. And, yeah. and it's in Scorpio, she, so there's a very intense it, – it's intense there and um, causes that that uh, impulsiveness at times, I think. Uh, and yeah. um, yet you have, you, you have a lot of um, practical work in spirituality. You're very good at that. And you're very um, focused at that. And, and um, Saturn is in your ninth house in Capricorn, which means that you take that very seriously, but you're very, very strong in that. Um, yeah, that's true. So, uh, it's a service-based uh, life lifestyle or life lifetime for you. Um, right. And you see that, I think. It's, it, I, I well, know you, you know, see that. You know, I have to tell you before we um, we go, but Kelly is one of the best Reiki master healers. She is really unbelievable at remote healing, and all kind, people don't realize that because we do the Atlantean wow. life and birth cards. But she does amazing work. With Reiki, she even sent stones. Do you remember Kelly? She sent crystals to oh, yeah. heal somebody, 
and sent wow. them yes, and used with the energy that she needed to do that and sent them to the remote place that the person was. And uh, whatever happened, did you ever get them back? Did they, did they send them back to be reinstated? Yeah, I, yeah, or you they just got, um, yeah no, I, I, I did get them back. It was like um, it was a person that was like their sister was in Italy because her husband was in the military. She was pregnant, and they had found um, traces of cancer on her uterus. So they didn't know what to mm. do with it. Um, so I said, oh, you know, so this person approached me and said, you know, what, I said, I can program these stones. I said, you take them. I said, don't touch them after I program. So I wrapped them all up. And I said, this, you know, the person is programmed for is the only one supposed to handle them. Well, <clears throat> they didn't quite do that. It's like close. But after they finally, you know, because they were like, well, I don't know what to do with them. I, you know, they te- you know, text me. I was like, going, well, you know, um, just let the person that I programmed them for have them. And what was described is, is like as soon as the sister got a hold of them, it's like she said there was just like this warm flooding feeling went down, you know, to all around her uterus and baby and everything. And it's like just, you know, just was intense heat for like a while, like for like 10, 15 minutes. And then finally everything cooled off. And it's like, and then they went and did some more, um, like it was over the, it was like over a weekend. So they went back in on Monday and said, okay, well, we'd like you to retest some stuff. And it all cleared up. So then they were like, wow, wow. we don't know what you did, but it worked. So like, cool. Well, and, <laughs> and I want everybody to hear this from my show. I'm an Eastern Western girl. We don't just do that. We use it in conjunct with, with, with the other medicine. And Kelly sure. knows how I am, but she is right. an amazing healer. And uh, Kelly, I wish I could leave wow. you on longer. You know, you and Bob could probably talk for the rest of the millennia here. <laughs> oh, yeah. But probably. I, I, I am going to move on because I've got to pick up some other people. But I know that Bob wants to get to you, and, and actually, yeah, I'm sure he you, will. Kelly. So, cool. so Kelly, you, we will see you. We will see you not this Monday because this Monday I have a doctor's oh, appointment. Right. Send me some right. healing. And uh, uh, but we will be all back, I think, on the 31st, which I haven't informed Bob yet. And I will at the end of the show. So I will speak to you <laughs> soon, Kelly. And thank you for calling in. Thank you, Kelly. Well, thank you for taking my call. And thank you. Thank you for the information. It's like, that's why I was so quiet. I was like sitting here writing stuff down. So I'm going to go back through and read it now. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, what? That. You, okay. always, you always forget. To remind you, always remind my audience, and I forget to tell them that if there's anything you archive. didn't pick up, archive. <laughs> and I'm also on um, podcast, so you can you can download Bonnie Albers on air. You can subscribe to my channel. You just press this date, and it'll say with Bob, the uh, astrology guru, and you can actually listen to it anytime you want, and it would be greatly appreciated. So thank you, Callie. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day. All right. We love you. Okay, now, Bob, we are going to get to the callers. I am going to take 856. 856, you are on with the astrology guru, Bob Appleby. All I want to keep saying is I want to sing the song, The Age of Aquarius, because, see, Bob's an Aquarius, and I just love that. Who are we speaking with, 856? Hi, this is Laura in New Jersey. Laura in New Jersey, did you get a call? Did anything happen? Did you get a call yet? No, I mean I'm getting calls about some. I've been submitting my resume and stuff, you know, and one, but I haven't gotten any calls. One, I did get an email about one of the jobs in Florida. The one that one yeah. they gave somebody local. 
Right. That's, I'm going to tell you, you're, I didn't, you know, like I said, I'm not sure you're going to get anything that isn't um, long-term, but can you give Bob, in fact, I think I remember your birthday, but I won't know the age. She's 10-1, Bob, and what's the, the, okay. the, the a year? 63. So okay. she's a, she's a, she's a, a she's 10-1-63, and go ahead, 55. go ahead and tell him I'm Scott. I'm 55, and I was born 1.14 p.m. in the afternoon in Pittsburgh. Uh-huh. Pittsburgh, okay. All right, just give me a couple and, seconds here. And Laura is a, also a Reiki master, although she doesn't use it always, <laughs> and I've been begging her, too. And, uh, yeah, and she's a you very, bring that very... Every time. <laughs> I know, because you know what? There are things that you have to do in this lifetime that you might not really feel like you can do, but the problem is if you don't do it, and I think you and I have talked about this before, you're going to have to come back to do it. So why not, like, just do it, as the old saying in the big Nike swoosh check says, and just get it over with, (laughs) you know? It's one of those kind of things. Um, And, uh, you know... (laughs) Uh-huh. You just have to come to grips with what you believe and what you don't. That's a big thing. But you yeah. you have the sweetest soul, honey. And you know that I feel that way every time you call in. So I, I just Thank really God. love you. are a breath of fresh air. Yeah, and you will be for anywhere. And, and Bob could actually answer you if he wants to because he's also a psychic medium um, if he feels about, if he picks up a job too. But first we are going to do your north and south note. Unless, Bob, you're picking so it's up. So Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, right, Laura? Yeah, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay, okay. Hey, wait a minute. I got it. Before you, before you start, I want to tell everybody, you know, my prediction shows come up in December. And what's funny is, you know, I'm an Eagles fan, but one of the people, you know, Jerry, who you know really well, he yeah. one of his predictions he told us yesterday was, get ready, the Steelers are going to be the winner of the Super Bowl. So is it ah. the Super Bowl? Yeah, Super Bowl. Oh, wow. So Pittsburgh, here we come. But I'm really an Eagles hey, fan. Hey, every time we win a Super Bowl, I wish I was there to celebrate with the, with the team and the in the crowd, because we win them a lot. <laughs> uh-huh, don't brag. Uh-huh, we didn't win them very often, but we did win them last. Go ahead, Bob. Okay. Um, Laura, you are, um, your son is of Libra, of course, um, but your ascendant is uh, uh, Sagittarius. So uh, that would then cause your North and South Node, their North Node is in Cancer in the 8th house at 16 degrees, and your South Node is in the 2nd house, and that's 16 degrees Capricorn. So um, the North Node Cancer and South Node Capricorn, uh, so it's it's about... It's, it's values of kindness and compassion, and, and that's that's really where it, you know your your cancer eighth house. That's it's very spiritual in many ways. Um, you um, you have to you have to avoid uh, overvaluing, if you will, uh, power, success, ambition, money, those things. 
because that's where your stock note in Capricorn in your second half is. So that's what you came in. I know. Go ahead. I struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I haven't Um, achieved that, and so I feel feel really kind of like I've failed. No, you're you're paying off karmic karmic debts, karmic debts in the career, reputation, authority, success in the outer world. That's what's happening, and you have to you have to develop more personal and intimate feelings in in, in being sweet and you know benefiting from your home and parenthood and domestic things. Um, that polarity is uh it's almost like it's inheriting genetic issues from your parents. Do you have any feelings toward that? Um I don't know what That's, what do you mean? There might be some karma from the family estates or something, you know, preoccupation or attachments to your parents about that. Does that make sense, any sense to you? Um, um. I mean, I had, I have issues growing up with my, with my dad to an extent. Yeah, your two parents. It may be one of them was strict, another one was kind-hearted or tender-hearted. Yeah, my dad was strict. Yeah. yeah, but your mom maybe had some poetic nature or something like that. Um, well, she was. Yeah, she was. Um, she was great. She was a very gracious person, my mom. Yeah, tender-hearted, I would guess. Yeah. um, Spiritual in her own right. Um, And that's the duality between the spirituality and the the worldly values. You know, I think that you could inherit money. Um, See, that that energy coming in is the north node in your eighth house, and that is uh, the house of, of, of death. Death, but it could be all cold. Everything's in my eighth house. <laughs> but it's also money from a partner, or your partner's money or income. But it, you could also inherit from that because this the North Node's in uh, Cancer, and that is you know of course ruled by the Moon, and your Moon is in your fourth house, which is in its exaltation in Pisces, meaning. Of all that, it's where your family's from. It's the family uh, feelings and your mother, your mother's mother's sweetness with that, with that moon there in Pisces means that she was, she's very um, intuitive in many ways, but so just and and very deeply emotional, uh, but sweet, very sweet. Um, Positions of authority for you could could be a problem uh, unless they're in kind of a charity or health organization. Um, uh, but do you know what she does, Bob? Well, two no. thing, well, one thing, this is interesting. Laura, Laura, tell them what you do, and then I want to see what's in her seventh house because she's always looking like for love. So can you okay. um, tell him what you do? Because he'll be interested because he was a – he was a vice president of a company. So go ahead and tell him what you do. So I do training and development, and I also do change management. Okay. Okay. Um, you, um, your son and your 
your midheaven or your career and your and Venus is all in your eleventh house of organization, friends, but I, I'd say group uh, things. And so you deal with women a lot in that in that job, it would seem. And um, uh, you are um, you're 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 very good at that. It, it, you know. Um, Jupiter's opposite all three of those in the fifth house, which is creativity. It's in it's in um, Aries, which is you know a very uh, another Aries. Sign. <laughs> That's in Jupiter, but it's it's retrograde. So you you came about this probably little little later in life. It it didn't just exhibit real fast, but you're. Um, uh, What's interesting is what do you see know. in her seventh house? What do you see in her seventh well, house? Well, her seventh house, her seventh house is actually Gemini, so that means that there's more than one uh, relationship. And the it, Gemini is ruled by um, Mercury, and that is in her tenth house, which she would find uh, some relationships connected to work, possibly, but also yeah. Pluto. Yeah, Pluto and Uranus is, are both in that house, and, and we would say conjunct in that house. But it's uh, they're in um, now. Mercury is strong because it's in Virgo, but that means that she's very uh, picky about that. Or the the person oh, yeah. would be somebody <laughs> would have a lot of and could be critical. We'd say. Um, and, oh and, and yeah, I'm sweet, that. but I'm choosy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let's just put it that way. She's choosy. That's a good. You know what? That is a good way choosy. to look at that, it. That's, that's your a great Libra. Way of it. Yeah, that's your Libra being very, very classy about the real w- way to put it. Hey, I'm very picky. I'm picky about <laughs> others, and I'm critical about myself. And Virgo should have been what my sign was. But anyway, I she is I've known Laura because she calls in and I just adore her. Uh, she has called in, Bob, and so I'm going to ask you real quick. This is not astrology, sure. but I am going to ask you what you're picking up. She's looking for a job. Oh, but she's very choosy. But um, mm, but I can she see has that. yeah. <laughs> she is she's been looking, and she's I love her aura. I I don't know if you can feel it, but I love Laura's. Aura for me is just so sweet. It's sweet with a little bit of Tinkerbell in it. You know what I mean by Tinkerbell. Yeah, she was I, sweet until yes. so you did something wrong. And boop. But um, what she's looking for is a job. And she's got plenty of interviews, and she always gets them. But she, uh, what you know, Jerry and I both gave her a reading yesterday. And I am, and even last week I picked, she always takes these short term contracts. I don't know what they do, but I think she chains people in HR is what I think is what I'm getting. Mm But uh, I always felt that the next job she got was going to be long term. So what are you picking up about is the spirit is your guides and you can ask them picking anything up about her work. Um. It um it we won't I think shoot she, the messenger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it has to do with um 
the job would be something that had to do with uh, your communication, but it is um, so it's it's a very air type of of job, but it would be something that had to do with um, negotiation, if you will. It's something that you had to. Um, it would have to be something that you would um, be in a job that somebody. It would be like, uh, how do I say it? I, I, I'm picking this that you would. It'd almost be like a buyer or a purchasing agent or somebody like that that would make decisions on things for a company. Um, so it would be out of her realm that she's applying for, or is she applying in the right realm? Are you just is that just a yeah? Uh, you know, because um, this, I I think that I'm not sure what she's applying for, but I think that it has to do with um, you would have to have something to do with um, being choosy. You know you, what what you normally are your 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 nature is, and you have to choose. And it, you know it could be in the beauty industry actually. That's what I'm getting. You know, you said Tinkerbell, but it's almost like a uh, an industry like a Disney, uh, you know, merchandising type thing that would be it would be really good she for, could, her, for her. I think. Yeah, I would love to see her work in it. In that, did you ever think of applying to HR department in Disney? Oh, I, have. Brought I up- interviewed with I interviewed with them several years ago. Uh, for instructional design, actually. And um, the guy that I was sitting with during the interview told me how incredible it was that I was sitting there. He said, do you realize how incredible it is that you're even sitting here for an interview? He said, we get over thousands of resumes every day. I said, no, I understand. I'm very appreciative of that. Uh, but I didn't get the job. One of the things was I had several interviews during that day, and one of the managers, I guess it was a hiring manager, was a woman. She wanted me to give her copies of my work, and I wouldn't give her copies because it's proprietary. So I was showing, you know, my my work and what I could do, and you know, showing you showing them that the resume is true that what I had on it was accurate, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't, I was just, it was kind of like showing her my portfolio, but I wasn't going to give her copies of it either because it's proprietary. So I didn't get the job. Well, I <laughs> well I I'm going to give you a piece of advice because both, I said Tinkerbell, which I've never told you that, and Bob said Disney. That to me is a, is a sign. There's, there's something about, and when he said, you know, about Disney, it came to me. First of all, you need to rework your, pri- your, your proprietary. If someone wants a copy of your work, it's all on the internet anyway. So you have to. What you should do then is re reconfigure whatever proprietary that you don't mm-hmm. want to hand them and rework a resume that you can do the regular one and then the one that if they ask you, here it is. Because I really believe that you need to revisit this because that would be long term. I would love you to revisit yeah. that, Laura. And I know you don't yeah, want too. to, but I will tell you with Bob's son and how it worked is I kept seeing him in a place called uh, Pixar in Orlando. And I knew 
So he ended up in a company. I don't know that I want to give you the name of it, but it was the combination of that name almost in California. So I really believe that you need to, we just gave you a clue that spirit wanted you to hear. And I don't know about proprietary. Maybe you, maybe it was something that you, uh, there was. I, I feel like there might have been a personality glitch, real quick. But whatever it was for you, not for her. You you can't with a job in that kind of place for that kind of salary, and they will. It, it might not look good in the beginning, but where you can go in that corporation, you need to rethink what you did. So the only thing I can say to you, Laura, and then I'm going to move on, is this. You need to look at what you thought was prior, pr- proprietary, and you need to reconfigure it that when people ask you to give it to them, it's a different world out there. So would, yeah. if you will do us a favor and please okay. review it and apply, okay? Find something. I will. Cause I, okay. Bob, did you want the last word? Well, your, your um, part of fortune is in your sixth house of service and work. Uh, it's in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus, again, in Libra, so right next to your midheaven. So you're going to find something, and I think that's the perfect uh, idea. Go back. It looks like you have to go back to do something again. And Venus retrograde you know, doing what in she Libra. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I, mean, I think the- that, will be, that will be what I would suggest as well. That was many years ago, you know, that interview. That was a long time ago. Well, you can reapply. They don't know you. And if it's the same woman, I doubt it. But, you know, it's totally different. Just reapply. Go into the Disney system and see what you can apply to. Because you do know that when you take a position, you you can go lateral, you can go up, you can go anywhere. Take something that appeals to you. And I'm telling you to look because – I couldn't uh-huh. put my finger on it yeah, until this you. came yeah, up. Yeah. Okay. And maybe we'll get to meet each other because, see, we're both in Orlando. Anyway, I am going to go, <laughs> but I want to let you know that uh, your Venus is in retrograde somewhere. Where is it? Isn't it? You know, Venus is in retrograde in everyone's chart because Venus is in retrograde. Sure. But, like, I know Venus is in retrograde in my daughter's seventh house, which would be relationships. What's Venus in retrograde with her? Well, yours is not in retrograde. It's straight. It's 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 in forward motion. It's in uh, her eleventh house of, of friendships or uh, uh, groups, and okay. um, so that what is that's, it, that's how she would be working. Okay, but isn't um, Venus retrograde right now? Yeah, and but I'm talking it, about her. It, well, right right now it's in. Uh, oh, I know what you're asking. It's in. Um, it's in Scorpio, so that would be right now in her. Uh, let me see, where is that? It's in Eighth her 12th house. house. Of death. No, I'm it's the 12th house. <laughs> it's the 12th house. It's um, it's going through. You know, uh, it's uh, Venus is in your 12th house, which is also where Mars and Neptune is. So what's happening is it's um, it's it's hidden from view, and it's kind of causing you to be confined, you, you uh, uh, are not visible to people at this point. Um, so you are make yourself kind of visible. A, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm trying. Make yourself visible. <laughs> then apply. You know, I always stop there with other things, and you always apply to great places. But I, I'm, I'm just going to ask you, since you listen to my show so much, that if you just take that advice and let me know what happens. I believe when, when, when uh, you get signs and signals. Of, I said Tinkerbell. Have I ever called you Tinkerbell? And yeah, he I says, saw, I saw. Mm-hmm. What, Disney. I saw Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do it. And call. Okay, going well. into Libra at the end of the month, so it'll it'll free it up. And do not right. talk. Yeah. Do not not give something because it's proprietary. You would not get the job right away. You need to make another copy of something that you can say here and be happy. Okay? Yeah. I'm always happy. <laughs> Good, <laughs> luck, you Laura. Are. Thanks, Good luck, Bob. Laura. Good luck, Laura. I will talk Thanks, to you Bonnie. soon. Bye bye, Laura. Bye-bye. You know, Bob, I don't I only know Laura from the show. She has been with me for a long time and every time I speak with her, it's like a breath of fresh air. So I just love when she calls and she does. I am we only have nine minutes left. I am gonna pick up the next caller because we haven't gotten to too many people. But uh, what I wanna tell the next caller is we need your name, date of birth, time and place. And we're gonna do this quickly. So one one one, you are on with Bob Appleby, he is the guru of astrology. Hi. Hi, it's Jane. How are you? I'm good. Jane? Is it Jane? Is it Jane Goodall? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> That's <laughs> another a shame. Jane. I thought I- that's a shame. I thought I was that popular. Okay, well, Jane, if you go ahead and talk to to Bob and tell him what he needs. Hi, right. Bob. Hi. Okay, so you your, my uh, date of birth. birth. Okay, six eighteen seventy. Hi. Okay. Got another Gemini. Okay. Can I know this? Time, uh, time of birth is five thirty-two a.m. And where were you been? And, um, you want to know the city or? City and state, please. Um, it's Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. It's Scarborough, Ontario, Canada. That's right. Are you yeah. sure it's not Jane Goodall so I can tell everybody Jane Goodall called? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I can pretend. <laughs> Yeah, well, that would have been nice. Now it's too late. You told everybody the truth, except that him and I would have known you were not telling us the truth, but the rest of the people, well, maybe they would have, because I have a lot of people that listen that are super connected. <laughs> but I, I, how is it up there? How's the weather up there? Um, we had nice weather. Up in, well, it's going to get, it's, it's getting cold now. Um, are you still in, Are you still in Canada? I am, yeah. Okay. And uh, because because we are so hot here in Florida, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like a oh, hundred wow. degrees. Yeah, oh, I mean, goodness. I even took a yeah, I took a walk this morning, and I was you know just clearing my head, which is you know very tough for me because I have so much in my head that if I walk too much, it starts falling out, and then I got to pick it up again. But I, it was so wow. hot, I just couldn't wait to get back home. But um, oh. what what is can I ask, he's going to give you your north-south node very quickly, but do you have a question that I can answer so he can, you know, get your information ready? Just uh, regarding career, if you see any changes coming up for me. Okay. 
What do you, what do you do? Can I ask? Um, I'm a travel Or aren't you doing it? Or aren't you doing it? Uh, sorry. I I'm am picking working. up that. Okay, so you're a travel consultant. So it's something that you work for a company, or do you you work for do you yeah. work for a company? Because I'm not picking. It's really weird. Is have you ever worked for yourself? No, I haven't. Have you ever thought about it? Um, a couple of years ago, <laughs> I thought about it. Because what I'm picking up is there's these on. Do you do anything online? Um, no, not really. Okay, what I'd like you to do, it's really crazy, and I'd love to see what your chart says, but I feel like there are positions on for travel consultants, like worldwide, and it's, you do it, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, and you do it, I don't know, through the web. I, I don't, you know, I don't know anything about your business, but what I'm hearing is that there's a lot of freedom, benefits, and money to pick up doing this for an internet worldwide system. So I don't know how you look that into that, but uh, okay. I feel you'll have a lot more business and, and, and they do have them. I, I feel like they have them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, yeah. and so please look into that. Even though you have a position, I don't want you to give up, but actually I yeah. do believe there's something out there, but it has to do with, you being at home, which was why I asked if you, you know, you had your own business and doing it um, through the World Wide Web. And I don't know why they're telling me this. So that's what I'm picking up. Okay. Bob, do you have, yeah. do, you, do you have his, her information? Yeah, um, I, I definitely see that it's, it's uh, something concerning long journey. So that's, it's something with travel. Uh, her midheaven actually is in the ninth house in Aquarius, which is oh, wow. also um oh. travel and foreign uh That's you have crazy. a you have yeah <laughs> you have a north node is in pisces in the 10th house and your south node is in um virgo in the 4th house and that's an interesting combination hey. uh yeah you know the north node which is the 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 fortunate you know dragon's head tells me that you Rock will have it. a very successful career and you'll you'll balance that career versus family life a lot you, you're uh i would say you're a, a workaholic when you when you're working yeah you really throw everything into it aren't you that's true would that be right yeah yeah um, <laughs> um excessive working uh you know, that kind of thing kind of hurts you, too. I mean, that's your south node, so that's something that you have to be careful about. Uh, you can't relax. Um, right. Right? Then the World uh, Wide Web is pro- for you. <laughs> no, thank God. You probably, you probably don't sleep very well, either. That's right. There's no work life. you got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful about taking things for, for sleep. You know, make sure that what you're yeah. taking is not harmful. Uh, and I sense that you are doing that. Um, uh, I would say that you were um, you were uh, concerned about your personal appearance a lot, um, and all the details of of beauty. Uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Hey, share with us. Yeah, I know. I know. Share with us. I know why she's laughing. You know, something like that. Fashion consultant would be very, you know, would be something that would fit you very well, probably. Um, But but you know, fascination with physical health. Uh, But you have to balance that with with psychological health. You know, interest mm -hmm. in diet, exercise, work, all those things. the balance with the sleep and emotional and, and, and intimacy, you know, those are things that you you kind of feel like you need, but you don't you don't give yourself all the time. Um, we have about ninety you, seconds just to let everybody know. I'm so sorry. I, I'm, um, no, no, no. Go ahead. Just to, what do you feel like she should look at balancing? Because that's what you're at um, for North and South yeah, Node for this lifetime. Oh. You know, in this lifetime, she really—it's it, Pisces, so she really, she really needs that that connection with spirituality and and feeling and and empathy. Those are those are very real things that I think that you would do very very well with uh, understanding yourself, psychology, self—you know—things that you can um, balance that workaholic uh, tendency. That's wow! I took psychology. Yeah, that was my major in university. Psychology. <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! I love it. I only have forty-five seconds, so I would love you to call back. Bob's going to be on once a month, and tomorrow I've got um, another two people on that are psychic mediums and all kinds of stuff. I'd love to talk to you more because Bob really could go very into this. But yeah. I do want to yeah. tell you that. Um, I love everything I'm hearing. You are a dynamo. I love that. And spirituality, you have to have in order to listen to my show. So I am going yes. to say thank you for looking into, into the, you know, thank you for letting us look into your chart. It's like kind of seeing you naked. You know, that's what I tell <laughs> And we just love it. But don't worry, we're not really. So I want to no, say No, not really, but, you know. <laughs> Hey, stop peeping, Bob. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> We're all clean here. So I just had to bring that up because a chart is really important. I know there's people who will not let you see their chart. We, we thrive on it because there's so much in a chart to see. So we want to thank everybody for allowing, we're officially off the air, for allowing us to see what, you know, we can see personalities, we can see what you're here for. And I love that. And so I want you to know, for everyone listening, that we, without you, we can't do this show. Bob, it's an honor to have you, and I am so, so happy you. that you have sh- you have shared your time, uh, more time than you thought, uh, and it yeah. flew. So we will see you back good. in November for okay. Mercury Retrograde. So thanks oh, a lot, yeah. everyone. I, we wish you love and peace and happiness for all people who have been affected by this hurricane in Florida, oh, yeah. Georgia, and everywhere else. Our hearts, our prayers are with you. And remember, we can rebuild things. We can't rebuild people. Well, sometimes we can because I'm a nurse, but we can't always. So we have to be thankful <laughs> that even if we've lost our uh, stuff, our earthly stuff, as long as we've got our mind, body, and soul, we will all be great. So thank you again. I'll see you back at my show at 1 o'clock tomorrow. 
with Brenda Brandt and Annabelle Miller. They are psychic mediums, medical intuitives, and, oh, my gosh, they just rock. So, again, thank you, Bob, and we will see you in November. Bye-bye.